Welcome to the Gin Ignite podcast. Whether you want to party or stay in, gin will ignite. This is the weekly show coming to you on a Friday, ready for the weekend, where we go through all things gin. If you want to find more out more information, catch me on Instagram at Gin Ignite or alternatively go to the website www.ginignite.com. Welcome to the show and let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to episode nine, the four week review. Goodness me, has it been four weeks? It feels like months in a good way, I have to say. And just to think before I did this, I couldn't even add to my stories. And now there seems to be like a bumper edition each time. And I have to say thank you very much to all of you for accepting me into the gin community. I feel really welcomed and really embraced by the community. There's been big news this week. The London Spirits Competition has rewarded the Edge Gin and Pitwheel Distillery with awards. Now, I'm sure there's some other distilleries out there that have got awards. If you have got one, please post because we will all want to know about it. This week has seen the start of Drinkbudden. God, that's a hard word to say, I've got to be honest. Also, we're in the throes of Juniper July, and I've got a very exciting announcement from a very exciting elf that I spoke to today a bit later on. My recommendation this week is the Edge Gin Pear, which is quite surprising to me if I'm brutally honest because I don't really like pears that much. I quite like them in gin, but I quite often find that they're very, very sweet. But this one is very, very different. The nose of the gin is really interesting because it does smell like a London dry, but there's something there that you just can't quite put your finger on, but you know it's going to be kind of special. I think it probably is the pear. I'm not sure I could necessarily pick the pear out, but it's probably my nose isn't the, the greatest of, uh, or doesn't have the greatest of smells. So uh, I'm not, you know, convinced whether, uh, you know, it's my nose or whether it's 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 the gin. Um, on tasting, sort of neat, obviously. Um, it, the, the, the pear is not in your face at all. It's not too tart either. In fact, I, if anything, I would say it's just right. And it's followed by a sort of sweeter pear taste. And as I said, you know, the, the great thing about it is the pear's just not too overpowering. Now, I paired it with a Mediterranean fever tree, as I always do for testing purposes. It would be easily at home with, with an elderflower or a standard tonic. It'd be a great addition to um, a cocktail. But you just need to be a bit careful because... Um, it would need to be something that complements the flavour because otherwise I think it would get lost. And I am really, really keen to try this in a dry martini. So I wanted to have a bit of me, you and gin time this week. So I hope you've got your drink there and um, you're enjoying it whilst you're listening to me. And I want to use this episode wisely to drum up a bit of support for the show, I'm not going to harp on about it too much, but if you would like to come onto the show, please get in touch on podcast.star.ginignite.com or direct message me either on Instagram or Twitter at ginignite. Now, I know that distilleries are finding it tough, along with the rest of us at the moment, given the current situation. But somebody gave me some very wise advice when I first started on this and said, 
just be careful with people out there. Some people will take the mickey. And as a distillery, when I was when I was talking to them, they said we have stopped really giving out freebies unless we kind of know the reviewers. And I think it's kind of a common misconception that reviewers just get given lots of gin. You know, I thought if naively when I started this podcast, I thought, well, it'd be kind of a nice bonus if somebody sends me a gin. But it, it just doesn't really happen. You, the vast majority of the reviewers out there that are good essentially buy their own gin or win their own gin. So just remember that. You know, I know there's been a few comments out there. I know to some of my colleagues on Round of Gin saying, you know, oh, it's great for you. You know, you get freebies. The vast majority of the times they don't. So just it's just worth bearing in mind. It's been great on the show to have um, some fantastic guests. The legendary Nikki Mendes with the Only Wears Gin brand. I know that her gin school also and her signature gin are going to be amazing. I can't wait to taste it. And this podcast will certainly be following her progress. I also had uh, the inspirational Vanessa last week. My life will never quite be the same again after having a cocktail named after me, the Bendalorian. And I also like the fact that we got a chance to talk about the Hibs Lupus Trust and LGBTQ+, because it reminds me of how accepting this gin community is. But there's always room for more on the show, and I would love to tell your story to the gin community. I'd also appreciate a bit of support if I, if I may be so bold to ask. Just if you think I'm missing anything or there's something that you'd like me to discuss, please, please get in touch. Now, I would like to thank three distilleries for their fantastic support for this podcast. The first one is the Pitwheel Dist Distillery. I know I've spoken about them before and I've posted about them, but I'd just like to say congratulations to them for the LSC Bronze for the Classic Dry and Raspberry and Vanilla and the LSC Silver for the Original Spiced. And to be honest, I'm quite glad that they got that for the Original Spiced because that is definitely my favourite. But, you know, with this distillery and the next one, I think they all should have been golds, if I'm honest. But there you go. I'm a bit biased, perhaps. So the Edge Gin Pear Flavour also got an LSC Bronze this week, which is absolutely amazing. And, and sorry, LSC's London Spirits competition that I mentioned earlier on in this episode. Just to go on about the Edge Gin, you know, I love their customer service, environmental packaging and the magic sort of the, this sort of distillery kind of gives out. It made my posts really, really easy. I'd also like to thank Martin Miller. They've been a great supporter of the podcast and I've been absolutely honoured this week that a couple of times they've added me to their story which is really, really amazing. And uh, I am hoping to get them on the show in the very near future, because in my mind, that London Dry Gin, i.e. the Martin Miller original, is definitely something that should be on everybody's drink gin shelf. I also want to do give a shout out to at Social Gin Girl for Drink Bulldon. Goodness me, that is so hard to say. I'm sad that it's not Jimbledon because that just seems to be so easy to say. But I understand that you wanted to include other spirits in this one. So that's that's fair enough. 
it has been amazing to watch round one. The interpretation of it, the attention to detail, the actual descriptions in the post has been absolutely amazing. And the quarterfinals today, as I'm recording this on Wednesday, have been fantastic. I am gutted, though, um, because some of the entries that I thought or I wanted to go through didn't go through. So um, I am gutted for all the people that didn't get through because uh, I think, you know, everybody should have won, to be honest. I also wanted to do a very special shout out to an elf's ruin. Now, I have got my ear bent uh, today because um, well, I kind of had to blame myself, really. I messaged uh, Emma from An Elf's Ruin and said, um, everybody's been loving Juniper July. And sorry, before I get into my uh, little story about that, Juniper July has been amazing. And I know lots of people in the gin community have really gone mad for this challenge. And they're looking forward to new challenges. And that's really what I want to talk to you about now. So I talked to Emma today. It, it was quite funny because Emma said, to me uh, last night oh um i'm gonna have to look at this next week because you know and anybody that knows emma she does a million and one different things she then sent me a message saying oh could we have a chat tomorrow and i was like oh, okay right goodness me that's that's a bit of a turnaround i will put a a link to what i'm about to say now in the show notes so don't worry if you don't quite catch it but if you go to anelfsruin.com forward slash 2020 forward slash 07 forward slash 24 forward slash flat lay gin day then you will see the brand new challenge that emma has has got she has been amazed by the amount of uh, industry and like-minded gin enthusiasts that have got involved in the challenge month this this month for juniper july the variety and creativity of everyone that's been involved, the way she's loved that people have interpret, interpreted the theme and the time and effort that's gone into the details and descriptions that have accompanied the images have has been amazing. And I've got to echo that because, you know, as far as I'm, I'm concerned, it's, it's been, you know, I, I can't quite believe the, you know, the amount of, of um, attention to detail that's, that's gone in. But it's sort of uplifted her and I think, you know, uplifted, if I'm honest, the, the, a lot of the gin community. And she's got to think of another challenge. I think she's been helped out with a, a few of the elves as well. So imagine a country fair, the veg tent, homegrown produce, the floral displays and the home crafts, all for rosettes. Now, we're unlikely to see that in, in, in that kind of format this year, really, given what's gone on. So this is a challenge to inspire creativity and some effort. And the return for that is a reward. And we all know that elves love treasure. But I think, to be honest, a lot of us in the gin community love treasure too, particularly if it's gin related. And everybody loves a bit of healthy competition, don't they? So it will be a topic, an element of competition, and everybody in the Ginstagram family loves a flat lay. And that's the new challenge. So how do you get involved? 
Well, essentially, a new topic is going to be released on a Saturday and Sunday. Now, that's to be confirmed, giving you time to think and prepare a post. Participants then have to post by the following Friday using the hashtag FlatLayJinDay. Putting in the relevant topic, see their, their name and tagging at an elf's ruin and the sponsor of that particular challenge for, for that week. The sponsor will then judge the posts and come up for, with a winner who will and and other winners who will win a rosette and the, the main winner will obviously win a prize. And that's going to be most likely to be announced the day before the next topic is released. So judging is going to be based on all elements of the post, not just the visual, but the description and how it's been interpreted. So it's open to all, so long as you meet the criteria that I've outlined. And the purpose? Meet gin enthusiasts, share knowledge, the challenge and brand awareness. And she's hoping it's going to run over a six week period. So there'll be six challenges and six sponsors. But if you have a look at her page, which will be available now and you can get more information. So that's that's it, really. I obviously run over a little bit uh, more than I, I perhaps hoped. But that is my four week review. Now, if you have a new product like Worthing Gin, for example, with their orange blush. I would love to get the word out for you. Please get in touch with me at Gin Ignite on Instagram or Twitter via direct message, obviously, or gin.gossip at ginignite.com. So if you've got a festival or you've got a live coming up, then please let me know and I will do my level best to get it into the episode. My Instagram shout out this week is to at Gin and Blooms. I've loved her two en entries for Drink Bulldon. Oh, goodness me, that's so hard to say. Still finding it hard. I've practiced it so many times. Anyway, I think she has an amazing sense of being able to get flowers and fruit into any picture. It either is in the shot itself somewhere or in the drink. I think it's amazing that she works for the NHS and I would like to publicly thank the NHS from the bottom of my heart for the work that they've done in the crisis. I would also like to thank any health organisation across the world for doing the same thing. I also like the multitude of colours she gets into her post and I would love you to support her. So if you're not following at Gin and Blooms, why not? I would love to hear from you if you want to get in touch at Gin Ignite on Instagram or Twitter. If you've got ideas for the podcast, podcast.ideas at ginignite.com. Or if you want to just a general chat or give us a bit of gossip, then gin.gossip at ginignite.com. The thing that I like about the gin community that I've met so far is that nobody judges anybody for what they believe, what they look like or who they choose to be. The world would be a better place if everybody took that view. Grab your drink, toast those you love, enjoy your weekend, and whether you decide to party or stay in, I will be with you in spirit. Seriously though, 
enjoy your weekend and I look forward to joining you for another episode next Friday. Cheers. Cheers.